Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey guys, we're back for part two of the crossover hijinks, and hey Cal, wasn't it great that the crossover in totality was only five minutes long? One minute and 20 seconds long. I know, long. I'm counting another scene. <laughs> She's not counting this other scene. I'm like, no, it counts, because it builds on the over. It's like, a, it's a thing. She's like, no. It was okay, but You're I was like, like one minute and 20 seconds. I was like, but fine. it builds, it builds into the next. She's like, I don't care. The other, yeah. Sure do. Okay, so take your pick. It's either five minutes long or it's a minute and a half. Actually, five minutes might be too long because I don't know if Caitlin and Felicity talked that long. Mm. Did they talk three minutes? I don't know. I have no idea. Yet okay. again, I did not watch, but I did kind of try to follow along on Twitter this time. Which had to be a real experience. It I, was so, extremely yeah. problematic because nobody had any idea what was going on. And so I had like extra no idea what was going on. <laughs> I, was very I think I've said to my husband like eight times, what's happening? Where are they? Which earth is this? <laughs> He's just like, and he was on it though. He was like, Earth One, but different reality. Nope, now they're back on. It was just really funny. He was just very just straightforward and like he was on it. And I'm like, what's happening? I don't understand. He's like, well, maybe he stopped tweeting. I'm like, shush it. <laughs> I've told tweeting. you that before too. So I know. Yeah, Cal's like, husband. you tweet in between commercials. <laughs> I can't do that. I, my, my thoughts yeah, are in my can. head. I have to get them out right now. She's like, yes, you can. It's like, I'll forget Sorry. my thoughts. Whatever. Then you, you, yeah. So. Whatever. The great part <laughs> is they're back in my Arrowland. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Um, they're back in Arrowland, and I just whenever we're crossing over, I just feel like when we get back to Arrow, I'm just it's returning to home. You breathe a sigh of relief. You're like, oh thank God, where <laughs> finally where it it's makes writers sense I'm again. familiar with. Whether or not they're good or bad, I'm familiar with them. You know, it's it's a known territory. I feel like whenever I go, particularly to the Flash, it's like. I'm just waiting for the side of a freaking semi to like cream me or something. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yes, I do. And they did multiple times last night. My my only goal with this tonight's part of the crossover was to not throw things at my television. So we were working on a real low bar, my friends. Extremely low bar. Like, Extremely wow. low bar. And we didn't get off to a great start. I got to be honest with you. I was not real thrilled with the beginning because they show up in Star City and... What was really cool is they had Slade Wilson's son as Deathstroke round three or four. I don't, I'm losing track oh, of really? Deathstrokes. Yeah. And just his own phys, just the kid. It's the one that we saw in the Russia, um, the actor from the Russia, the one that they went back for Slade, Slade and Oliver went back to save. It was that same actor playing his son. I think it was Joe. I think he's Joe. So Joe Wilson. I, just, yeah. Joe Wilson. Five seconds of that guy was more interesting and more terrifying than <laughs> Diaz has managed to turn time. up in a season and a half. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. I know my truth. So they show up and Felicity's not there yet. So like they clue everybody else into what's going on. Like Diggle knows and So Dig knows. Diggle knows. And Team um, Flash knows. Team Flash knows and um, Curtis 
knows. Curtis knows? Yeah, Curtis was in it. And Felicity doesn't know, but Curtis knows. So they walk in, <sighs> and, and Barry's like, oh, hey, Felicity. Like, Barry, as Oliver Queen, says, oh, hey, Felicity. And she's, she's like, thanks for coming. And she says, I know where our relationship is fraught, but of course I'm going to show up for you. And <laughs> Barry, like, looks at Oliver. He's like, it's fraught? What's going on? And so then she goes off to work. And none of them told her what's going on. And they're like, why aren't you telling Felicity what's going on? And Oliver's just like, I have, we have enough problems without this whole other body swap thing. Oh, Oliver. So we're just going to let her learned. do. I'm like, awesome. More <laughs> lying. That's exactly what we need. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so, yeah, she finds out that he didn't tell her. And she's pissed again because this is all he ever freaking does. Yeah. So Caitlin comes in and she sits down with him. And I liked the scene. I mean, it's it's a little bit. Well, what I really didn't like about it was they were they were um, passing off that Iris knew the whole time, which is oh. a plus level bullshit because she now, did not. Y'all. I was on Tumblr today and I saw about five billion gifs of Iris you know, basically making Oliver feel the most uncomfortable he's ever felt in his entire life. She's pawing him. I'm pretty him. sure yeah. she did not know. Okay. Yeah, there was no... <laughs> well, in the opening credit... Well, what also bugged me is they had Barry do the opening on The Flash, and then they had him do the opening on Arrow. This is what I'm saying. When Arrow characters go over to The Flash, they're treated they like shit. They get treated with respect. Like... Steven should have been doing the opening on the Flash. Yeah. If you're going to keep this, we've swapped. Right. They won't, oh my God, we can't. We can't oh, take no. down the King Grant Gustin for five seconds. No. And then you know Grant comes over to the, comes over to Arrow, and they're like, Hey, you know, here's the opening. We get to film the whole opening. They, I mean, they refilmed it with him and everything. It was <laughs> like they had a pic. They had a shot really? of him kissing. Yes, they had a shot of him kissing Felicity, and I screamed because I went really. Blind, but, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not kidding. I think that's funny. No, because it was for tech, like, I'm no, I'm petty that's enough. What I'm, saying. That I'm okay with it. But did but did he look like ugh, like oh over girl? No, Mr. Barry Allen was enjoying his time with Miss Felicity Smith once again. There was no, there was no shock and horror, no uncomfortableness. It was a lot of hey baby, come here. We keep winning. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. He was not but looking I, so sad. I had to battle no enough regret. West Allen fans today that I'm like, I'm happy with taking a win wherever I can get a win. It's well, fine. All I'm saying, if we're going to talk about who's cheating on who, Iris Woo. might want to have a little discussion about what one should look like when they're kissing their best friend's wife. And that wasn't it, Barry. That wasn't it. Like, do you I want a room, that's... Barry? Should we let you have a few minutes alone? I think um, did have a good crack. She's like, it's not every day that you find out your ex is your husband, is not your husband or something like that. It was cute. I was like, but I laughed because she classified Barry as her ex. I was like, they didn't even go on a, I mean, they went on like a semi-date. It wasn't even a date. I know, it but like it's a, still kind of like, that's a nice little one-up too. I know. Like, it's just, it was <laughs> just, just like, funny. Just, I was like, just oh, I guess. Just, it was a lot of winning. Um, I like it. Yeah. So good. she's pissed <laughs> that he didn't tell her. And they, okay. they try to sell this Iris knew all along. And I was just like vomiting through it because she didn't know all the way. No. She was pine Oliver like a cat up a tree. So I'm just like, what? She didn't really, she, 
she was the most uncertain and the most reticent and like she let them go because she was like okay but she was very uncomfortable and even the end scene with her and Barry she seems very un- she seems more uncomfortable than how Felicity ends up with Oliver at the end of this scene which I'll get into in a minute because it was awesome um so Caitlin just comes to her and says, you know, don't be, feel bad about... Well, and here's the other thing. Iris spent a good chunk of time with Barry and Oliver. Felicity walks in and she has like a half second with um, Barry. And then okay. she keeps walking. So there and was no kind of comparable... No, she was not hanging scene. out with them. They go and leave. They leave for Gotham immediately after. Like she... She walks but away. But didn't have a moment where he woke up at the apartment or anything. I no, nothing it. like that. Nothing okay. like that. Um, they show up in the city as a trio. And then they tell people what's going on. Felicity walks in. Two seconds later, she walks away. And then they're, then they're gone in Gotham for most of the episode. So I'm really? sorry if Felicity was giving, <laughs> I don't know, maybe five minutes. I think she could have figured it out, you know? So they kind of made it like, oh, well, Iris knew and you didn't know. And she like feels crappy about herself. Like, oh, maybe me and Oliver are even in a worse place than I thought. I'm like, do not, do not mess with my bae. Like she, that's not short. That is not what's happening. Oh, it just really, really bothered me. So, um, Caitlin comes in and sits down and Caitlin makes the same argument where she was like, listen, Iris didn't know right away. We, you know oh good she was like well she was like iris figured it out but she was like she has a little bit more experience with alternate universes and barry fucking shit up is really what she should have said so um that's fair (laughs) mm -hmm. and then she said that one of the reasons why they didn't tell her is barry and oliver didn't want to tell her is because um when they told iris she threw them in jail <laughs> and thought they had lost Wait, her mind. Wait, you didn't mention that last night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So the part where she, where Oliver goes, Oliver as Barry goes to talk to Caitlin or goes to talk to Iris and there's a glass of wine there. And he's like, this will help. And he downs the glass of wine. <laughs> she okay. like laced it with nanites or something like that. So it knocks both of them out. And then they end up in Barry's super metahuman prison. Oh. Because Iris thought they were crazy. Mm-hmm. But she okay. knew all along. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so she would throw her own husband in prison. Right. Just because. One of them's her husband. So she threw know, him in prison. Right? It was like, well, she thought something was really wrong with them. And they had to do tests or whatever. No, but actually, that they, was, they do did tests? do tests. So she just thought they were crazy and threw them in jail. <laughs> okay. And then they had to break out of jail. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it was okay. a mess. Yeah. Um, okay. But see, this is what I'm seeing. Because with the, with the Oliver bashing, like, that's details I would just, I'm, like, taken out of the story because of that nonsense. So I love Felicity's reaction to it. And she's like, that just sounds like another excuse for Oliver to lie to me. And I'm like, girl, preach. You know, it, that feels a little contrived. <laughs> that he you know? would not tell her. Well, well it yeah. was like it was like they needed. They needed always, to make some drama. Is, well, this is always my issue with Arrow. It's like they don't think the drama that they've already created is enough, so they have to layer on the same kind of drama. 
Like we're not dealing with enough. Yeah, it's like (laughs) we're not dealing with enough yet that Oliver decided to go to prison without talking to Felicity. Now Oliver needs to compound that same mistake and lie to her again so then we're triggered to talk about it. I'm like, no, you're good at the line about prison and you can just do that. Honestly, I don't really understand what would have been different, if anything, had they not had they not included this not tell Felicity angle the, the, you know Oliver was still going to be gone in Gotham he could have come back and they could have hashed out their problems right. anyways so it just it felt really unnecessary and irritating but that's how I always feel about Oliver lying to Felicity it's always spectacularly unnecessary and it's just drama it for drama always sake. feels like it's done for plot reasons that Very there's not a really so. a good enough character reason for why this is happening no exactly um so felicity kind of says you know um caitlin tells her you know oliver loves you and she's like yeah well what's love without respect and trust i mean again what do you mm." yeah (laughs) but i love what caitlin says to her and she says well as long as there is love you can't give up they have to keep fighting for it which is a good point yeah which essentially she's telling felicity yeah that's true but it just propel. It gives Felicity a little bit of a push. Felicity's not giving up on Oliver in any way, shape, or form. But I think she doesn't really know how to like navigate this. You know. Well, she's unsure enough about herself. Right. It's just well, again, the, the and roles his reaction have to her is just like a road too far. You know, I right. can't. The, right. The roles have switched, and they're both kind of fish out of water. Mm-hmm. And Oliver is always like the whole episode. He's like, I'll fix things with Felicity later. I'll fix things with Felicity later. <laughs> and Barry's like, dude, uh, we almost die every time we see each other. Go fix it with her now. I'm like, Barry, finally fucking useful, which might make up a little bit for the fact that he caused their initial break- breakup, but I'm still never going to forgive him for that. Um, oh, me neither. And the no. last crossover. That was him. Keep yeah. Fucking mouth. No, shut, it wasn't. Gla- it was like, it was season four. <laughs> like that I was still oh, so angry. That was the worst still. crossover. Like that? Oh, 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 it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. So <laughs> Oliver goes to Felicity. He's in the Flash costume. And again, they haven't switched back. So Felicity feels like she's talking to Barry. And But he, from he, what I've heard, Barry sent Oliver to talk to Iris. Like in the last one. Barry sent Oliver to talk to Iris and when she was talking to Iris, that's when she drugged him and yeah. didn't believe him at all. And at the final scene in The Flash, it's Barry Grant okay. Gustin talking to um, okay. Iris. Okay. And sh- he, like, reaches for her hand. And she's all, don't become Oliver Queen. She's, like, all worried and stressed. And he, like, takes her hand. And she like she, like, looks down at it. But she doesn't grab back. And she's just like still, because she still feels like he's Oliver Queen. So Oliver delivers what might be the speech of his life. And I got to be honest Honestly, with you. I whole- watched a little video on Twitter and I was just like, oh my God. Which I got to really be honest, happening. Homeboy needed to bring it because oh, yeah. this he was like, it. you know, <laughs> bottom of the nine, three outs, bases loaded, and you're tied, and it's the World Series game. You need to man up. And get your shit together. So he really, and I, I love it when Stephen Amell gets emotional just because I'm a 
sap for grown men crying. He's very much, hey, look, um, you've changed. I've literally changed bodies. Um, how He's like, how I feel about you is never going to change. What I loved that he said, he's like, love is too small of a word. And it's just, because she's always saying, I love you more than any human being can possibly. Felicity is always the one with the big speech declarations. You know, it's very rare that Oliver is the one who's honestly fixing the problem through a speech. Felicity is well, always the one fixing the problem through a speech. So it really was nice to see him. He doesn't g- really tend to go big with the I love yous. He does not. He's he goes very, very simple. He's very simple. But this was a big ass speech. He, <sighs> we were talking for a straight minute, which is a lot for Oliver. And then he says, you know, um, no matter who you become, no matter who I become, one thing's never going to change. You will always be the love of my life. And at about this time, I feel like the entire Felicity fandom got up and fist pumped it because. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah she's the love of your life. Seven that years running. Such, that was like, I feel like a lot of us were waiting for that. And I didn't even know I was waiting for it. Give it to me, mama. Said it. I want and all the goodies. I was goodies. like, oh, yes. Like, yeah. Nick's like, no. are you good? I'm like, crossover is over. It was a minute long. Everybody wins and goes home. <laughs> yeah, it was Basically really spectacular. I and I love that he said that line specifically because here's the deal. Felicity said that twice. Um, I think she said it a couple times. I know for sure she said it in season six. I feel like maybe she said it another time. But Felicity's been very, um, ever since they've gotten married, she's been really laying out her timeline for how long she's loved Oliver. Mm-hmm. And she clearly said that she's loved Oliver from the moment he walked into her office. And I am like really giddy about that because that's what I always thought. Um, and she's been very clear that he is the love of her life. She has said those words. And it's kind of like with Oliver, I believe it happened more slowly. Um, I don't doubt that he loves her in any way, shape, or form. But it was nice to hear a really big declaration like that for him to say, you know, like last time they talked, she was the one that said, you know, I love you more than a human being should love another human being. And he doesn't say anything. He just kind of smiles. And yeah, he's got his cute, oh, I like you very, too. Very, you know, Oliver very, very react. Oliver reaction to it. But yeah. he doesn't really. So like he, him coming in, he's in a completely different body than what she she expects her husband to be in. And he has this massive declaration. And what's so amazing about that is as he's talking, she knows it's him. And she just kind of, you know, once he gets done, she's just like Oliver and he, and then they make out and it's pretty fucking spectacular. Like she knows in her bones that this is her husband and there's no doubt. Did you just use in her bones? I did because the other thing (sighs) I liked about this speech, (laughs) what I liked about this speech is it just kind of tells, kind of, you know, gives another middle finger to the Laurel and Oliver relationship because Laurel on her deathbed. I'm even even more concentrated. I'm less concerned about a middle finger to the relationship than I am the middle finger to the fans. The relationship's whatever. I don't. Right. Well, it's been dead for a while. Yeah. It's it's no big deal. But their fans are ridiculous. So any middle fingers at them 
is fine. I'm well, good. I believe Mr. Guggenheim delivered a nice one this this week because Oof, he used the exact same one. phrase that Laurel used on her deathbed and <laughs> Oliver <laughs> greeted her love of my life statement with silence. Well, there was no silence at the end of this one. It was pretty spectacular. So, it's, I mean, it's something we've always known. We know Felicity Smoke is the love of Oliver Queen's life. He has said it in many ways, you right. know. Mm-hmm. But this just was, it was just such a, and it's just such a reaffirmation that what he's saying to her is, listen, all that conditional love you threw at me for the last seven years, I'm giving it right back to you, babe. Yeah, you're different. Aww. And I, and I freaked, admittedly. Aww. You were holding a gun to somebody and it was really hard to see my, you know, beautiful queen of my life, you know, willing to put a bullet in a guy. But also, I understand I have maybe I've had an impact over you <laughs> over the last Did few you years. see that you saw the TV line article? I did. I did. It came out right and after that the that's episode. what Beth said that she was like he kind of switching bodies with Barry, he starts to understand, okay, maybe I freaked a little too much about the whole gun thing. And I'm like, "You think?" <laughs> so, yeah. But I just down, like that they acknowledged you know? They acknowledged that Oliver was able to understand that he overreacted in episode eight. That yes. he, he overreacted. He did. He did. Like, no, yeah, I what don't have Felicity a did wasn't right, but his but reaction we, to what she did. Here's my issue with it. I don't agree with how she used the gun. I ha- like I said, I have no problem that she has a gun. But what I didn't like was how Oliver's... I didn't like Oliver's approach. When he went off to torture people... And Felicity would like gently prod him, you know, it wasn't met with judgment. And the reverse scenario is she's greeted with a lot of judgment from him. And it's pretty right. spectacularly she hypocritical is. because it is. I mean, considering the things he's done, everyone's shooting people. <laughs> yeah. Considering and not just him, the whole team, you know, it's okay mm-hmm, for them mm-hmm. to get violent with a suspect, but God forbid she do it in her own apartment under the banner. Like, none of this is prosecutorial. You can't... I was like, that's I'm like, I was like, nobody would prosecute her. It's self-defense. I mean, yeah, it's a little... We're loose on it. The guy is technically down, but whatever. And Oliver is just flipping his shit. And it just... Like I said, it just she felt was. super extra. Like, he was just being so overreacting. And well, so, like, as, this as week, the it's article like, says, he overreacted. Yeah, well... You know, they still have I stuff felt to that. talk about. The but. only thing I didn't like about the speech... Is that he never really apologizes in the sense... Well, you know what? I take that back. Because he has said I'm sorry many, many times for it. So I think what you're right. We literally said last week she's not looking for an apology. She's looking for the same acceptance and understanding and trust that she gave him. I think Felicity... Well, and help. She needs help. She hasn't had help help. like in months. (laughs) Yeah. Felicity's big currency, her love language is trust. Yeah. So when Oliver's judging her, she is feeling like, well, you're going to treat me like I'm the next supervillain and you don't trust me. And given how dark his behavior has gotten over these years, she never once doubted that he's a really good person. So right. I think she kind of felt like he was doubting she's a really good person. And that's really painful from the person who's supposed to be, be the one who always sees that. And that's not at all what he was saying at all. But he... Oliver is like a bull in a china shop. He just like breaks everything and then he re- learns how to fix it and put it all back together. But he always 
screws up the first go around. And so this speech yeah. for me felt more, this is what he should have said to her when right. he got home. And, and what, this is what he should have said to her post. Um, I feel like in, if not know, for the stupid crossover, that's what he would have said. I agree. You know how we were saying at the end of eight, they were, it was like they could have resolved a lot of this if they just kept talking. You know? This was them keeping talking. Yeah, this and is like, like this felt like this is the coffee cup conversation. Y'all that delayed us going. just so you could yes. do this nonsense. Yes. Great, yes. thanks a lot, guys. So yeah, it wasn't a perfect. <laughs> it wasn't a perfect episode, but the no. Elicity stuff I Sounds thought was like really that. good, and I really finally felt like Oliver. You know, Oliver was the superhero I've always wanted him to be in that moment, and he really harnessed. Felicity's light. And I don't think they're done with Felicity treading the line. No. Oh, no. Which is great. They shouldn't be done. And I, I want think more. That, yes. Yeah. Please. And I don't think we need to. I think there's like. I don't think we need to go back to the point where Felicity is, you know, little miss, I'm on a pedestal. I'm completely fine with Felicity having some mm-hmm. acting on darker tendencies, you know, and morally questionable things. So that seems realistic given it the seems realistic and she's human and that's what it should be. And Oliver, um, if Oliver's doing more of the moral compassing, I'm fine with that too. So <laughs> yeah, but this, it, this is was exactly the first scene where I was like, it fe- yeah, it was, it was exactly what we wanted. He said it in a way that I never thought he would ever say it though. It was just such a big, right. and like Steve's crying through it, like act wise. It's just really, when Oliver Queen cries, like he's super emotional. Ugh. Like his the voice tears is cracking, eyes, was the tears, those are like, oh, I love that mm-hmm. when he cries. <laughs> so yeah, it was really great. It made me happy. But what I love the most is that she kisses him. She kisses him when yes, she's she did technically that. in the wrong body. And I'm like, when yeah. Iris was reluctant to take Barry's hand, she's yeah, the there one was. That. That's a really good word for it. I felt there was a reluctance coming from Iris, and that this, oh, don't become Oliver Queen. And you know, I got to be honest with you. Um, what a blessing Felicity Smoke is in Oliver's life, because there's a moment in the crossover, the tonight's episode, and I just my heart broke for him a little. So they hallucinate. They're in Arkham, and they hallucinate their worst fears, which happen to be. Malcolm Merlin oh, really? and yeah, at Malcolm Merlin and um, Thawn. but they're so Oliver thinks he's fighting fighting Merlin and Oliver or Barry thinks he's fighting Thawn. and well, technically Oliver is fighting Thawn and Barry is fighting Merlin because they've switched. Anyways, they get out of that fight. What they're what they're really doing is fighting each other. Um, they don't realize it, but that's what's happening. So they get the fight ends. Whatever, Batwoman breaks it up. And Barry says, you know, for some reason, this particular fight triggered a realization that Barry was like, you know, you've been through a lot. I just really don't think I could have, you know, handled the things that you handled. And Oliver says to Barry, you know, I always think you have it easier. Um, And in the list of things that he's saying, Barry has it easier. He says, people like you. And he looks down and he just looks a little defeated, you know, because when he goes over to the flash, nobody likes him and everyone says it. Basically, they say what a jerk he is, how angry he is, how awful he is. And 
Hmm. It was really, I would say it was some pretty spectacular acting on Stephen Mills' part because there's a lot of ways that you can read that line and he really read it as Oliver's a little envious of Barry because of that because nobody really ever sees him for who he is. You know, Oliver's aware he has all this darkness and anger and whatever, but Mm -hmm. nobody on that other side of the, in Central City ever looks beyond that. They never do. And they don't even bother he, to try They don't to even know bother to get person. to know him, you know? Yeah. Like some people were like, well, there was a lot of talk about, oh, well, this is how they're not mad about the um the way the Flash characters were commenting on Oliver's because that was just their personal opinion. It doesn't mean it's the writers who think these horrible things. Um you know, the, you know, Oliver is angry and Iris can think he's angry. That's just Iris's opinion. And my reaction to that is yes, it's true. She's welcome In to season her wrong one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what bothers me about this crossover and everyone's reaction to Oliver, and it, and it continues in Arrow, is it feels very much like we're repeating the first crossover. They did all this before. They did all of this. I have to appreciate how you hero, and you have to appreciate how I hero, and you know. Like, did they physically swap lives? No, but there was a lot, a lot of the same realizations they came to at the end of that crossover, they're hitting them on the same points on this one. I'm like, we did this seven years ago or four years ago. So I don't agree with, oh, Iris can have this opinion. Sorry, I would have understood this opinion coming from Joe and Iris in season one. But right. this is their fourth crossover. She's she literally stood at Oliver Queen's wedding and saw he's a rainbow puppy. It's like, but yet she cannot acknowledge that there's any change in him. It's like really. So it it, it was very impactful from what Oliver said that people like you is that you know when people are saying this stuff to him it really does hurt. And what's so beautiful about the scene? Well, with, it's just kind it, of it's sad unfair. That like well, and it's really unfair. It's it's like a little schoolboy on a playground, sad that no one likes him. He's not he's not with the cool popular kid. No. Barry's the cool popular kid, and everybody likes Barry. And his point is, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and again, it goes back to their their different the ways the different ways they became heroes, you know. And I mean, essentially. Oliver says to Barry, you don't have consequences in last night. That was another part that I did like. You know, I Oliver mean, that's al- yeah, true. Oliver always <laughs> that's always been true. I mean, he didn't come out straight and say it, but what he said was, whenever I learn a lesson, it comes with some horrific, painful memory. And mm-hmm. Barry's is like, Well, I run faster when I'm happier. Like, okay, those aren't the same thing. <laughs> well, that's real easy to say, Barry. Those are, yeah, it's like, oh, Barry, you're really soldiering on through that. It's like, okay, whatever. How about so, how about you try to run when the worst thing in your life has ever happened, you know, t- that you could ever imagine has just happened to you? And that, like, happens on a regular basis for Oliver. Yeah. So what I loved about that scene with Felicity is that she's technically kissing Barry Allen in her mind, but... In the body of Barry Allen, but she knows it's her husband. She knows it's Oliver, and but here's here's a nice a nice contrast, just from what I yeah my very limited knowledge of it. From what I understand, the Flash episode, nobody wanted to believe 
like were super reluctant to believe even when they had both guys sitting there saying listen we are each other we are not who you think we are and they were still reluctant to believe it but felicity never doubted it for a second she's like hand me a computer tell me what i can do to help you guys try yeah to there wasn't a out. lot of oh i don't believe that's true or that's impossible she no. was like, she's like everybody's just like all right sounds right yeah you know? she was like yeah, fair um she's like okay so my i'm, I'm married to my ex-boyfriend we're like a little bit yeah I mean, <laughs> she's like he okay. was once yeah there was no let's throw everybody in prison and we don't believe you yeah. there really wasn't a lot of that and i think it did help that they had cisco and caitlin there to be like this is legit but it probably does help but still it's like but still i think my beef with the end between iris and barry is you know okay yeah she says that she believes in him but she's still so reluctant. I'm like, if there was no reluctancy, she would have kissed him in his Oliver Queen form, too. I mean, it was the perfect That's time true. for it. But she did. Yeah. And Felicity, nope. it's Felicity <laughs> who initiates the kiss on yes. Arrow. She's like, come here. God bless. Come here, my scrumptious little dumpling of abs. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me kiss you. It's great. It's great. I love it. Literally, I could just do these two having emo feels and kissing. That could just be my show. Yep. Thinking it over. Okay. Yep. I got do you want to answer some questions? Cause yeah. Got lay it on me. Lay it on Cosman. me. We yep. got a lot. I mean, we got some last night, but we, there's been a deluge tonight. It's wonderful. Thank oh, you, I'm everybody. I'm so happy. Um, okay. The first one is a comment, mostly. Okay. And it's from Kenya J. At Kenya J one two one, and she says, "I would ask you a question, but all my comments basically boil down to squee." <laughs> same. And girl, I same. feel like that's us. Yes, yeah. we're very squee right now. Because <laughs> that was me when I texted you. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I know Cal is Cal when Cal hits capital letters. You know Cal's excited. I'm like, oh. She's got yeah. the caps locks on. Yep. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very positive, happy feeling mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> you're either shouting or you're jumping up and down. It's one of those two. It's usually it's happy. It's ha- usually happy, yes. Yeah, usually happy. Okay, the next one is from Stormy Woods at Southern Siren. Hi, Stormy. She said, love Delicity. Felicity's plan to figure out what is going on. I stand a genius. Felicity and Caitlin's scene was also fantastic. Caitlin calling Nora Freeze a cold bitch. You didn't mention that, Jen. Oh, I haven't. Cisco is always awesome, and Dig is Earth ninety Green Lantern. Yes, he is. So you left some stuff out. I know. I was focusing on what I cared about. I also (laughs) (laughs) don't care about most of that other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I forgot about Nora Freeze. Yeah, it is a microsecond role, and she fights. She's she's an insane person and she's like oh i have to be cold i have to be cold and she's going for some she's going Wait, for are mr. they at Freeze's, arkham asylum they are so she's going for mr okay, freeze's okay. cold gun and then caitlin fights okay. her and it's really okay. dumb and <laughs> it, i don't okay. know steve steve steven's in there for like half a second but it's not it's to say this was a micro part i don't really even think that that fully captures how small it was at least she had a couple lines but she wasn't I mean, unless they had painted, you know, very clearly, you know, she's Nora Freeze because they're like Freeze Gun or whatever. So you're like, oh, okay. But like, she could have just been some rando who's 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to get a freeze gun. Basically. And so Take Caitlin, over the city. Caitlin's in the, she's changing into, because she's going to hit her with the freeze gun. So she's changing into um, Killer Frost. And she's like, you're a cold bitch. It's pretty great. Oh my! Mm-hmm. It's so. a little on the nose. Yeah. Um. Okay. And Dig is Earth ninety Green Lantern. Now, I think most of us expected some Green Lantern Digness. Yeah. So basically, because of things Leary- that were said yes. during filming. Yeah. So Flash yeah. Mitch Leary shows up, and he <laughs> is like, "Oh, you, that's what I call him, Flash Mitch Leary." He shows up, and he <laughs> says to Diggle, "Oh, hey, you're not wearing your ring." And Diggle's like, "What?" And we're like, "That was pretty much it." So it was cool. Really? I just, I'm sorry, guys. I just did. I was like, I'll listen. Hey, I don't care about any of this other shit. <laughs> what was the other thing Stormy said? That's I think that was it, wasn't it? Uh, Cisco is always awesome. She liked the Felicity and Caitlin scene. Oh, so what I really liked about that is so Felicity invents the solution to what the problem is. I can't remember what she invents. It's some battery or something. So Cisco has like no role in it. She invents it. And Diggle's like, can you really? explain this? Yeah. She's like, Diggle is like, can you explain this to me? And Felicity, I gotta be honest with you, she had a really great fuck off John kind of attitude. And she oh, really? wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, she wouldn't dumb it down. She's like, you need five PhDs to understand it. And Diggle's like, okay, well could you just like try a little bit you know so she she does her whole garbage gook explanation and diggle's like okay can i get the really dumbed down answer and then caitlin <laughs> explains it in very simple terms and he's like well why didn't she just say that to begin with and felicity has her back to him and is just completely ignoring him and i'm like you are so in the doghouse john diggle this is amazing Man, so yeah I love it, was, it it was chilly. i hope they play that out in 7b i really I hope too. They play it was the... real chilly on that roof with felicity and john Ooh. i was like whoo yeah Sheesh. yeah okay. so it was good and Wonderful. i love that felicity invented it and cisco was because she's a genius she is a genius and we don't need cisco to come up with everything so what was curtis even there for i don't know somebody for felicity to act off of because they had to I give guess. her something to do because all of her. And hey, you know what? No Dinah. Nice change from last no, week. No, it was, you know, I gotta be honest. Dinah <laughs> and Renee were gone and I didn't miss them. Didn't miss them? At yeah. all. That's my oh. thing. When they're when the newbies are not in the episode, I don't miss them. Mm. I'm not like, oh, where are they? I don't care. I don't even think of them. I don't even remember they're on the show until the episode <laughs> is over. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there were like four characters missing. And I didn't even <laughs> fucking notice. So really, are they that vital? No. No, no they are not. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Okay. Next one is from M at Superpower Sass. It's a cute Twitter. I like that. Name. It is very cute. Y'all have like the cute Two thumbs up handles. for Twitter name Superpower yeah, Sass. I mean, sass. come I on. That. Anyhow. Okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she says, Batwoman was awesome. Alyssa D was super sweet. Oliver has such a way with words. And the action was great. Not a fan of them making it seem like Iris instantly knew Oliver wasn't Barry because it took her the entire episode to find out. Lol. I mean, yeah. 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 yeah I'm not worried <laughs> totally about this. Agree. The fandom's going to drag the facts out oh, yeah. and there's just no... I mean, it is what it is. I don't know why they wrote that. It kind of felt like maybe Mark and Carolyn... Caroline had not watched the Flash 
episode. <laughs> like, Mr. Guggenheim, I'm going to get you a copy. Because she didn't know. Nobody's so. watching each other's I know. Shows. It does. It doesn't feel like anybody's <laughs> watching the other. Whatever. Um, Hello. Continuity is a thing. I know. I give up. <laughs> well, that's why last year's was so amazing is because it was continuing. There was a continuity to it I all. I know. It just last year's seamless. really was amazing. It was really good. They're never going to beat it. This no. year, it's like, what? Um, yes. Batwoman. I, okay. I loved Kate Kane. I'm still not... All fully on board with the costume. Yeah, tell me about Batwoman because I got nothing. I got no so, context here. So it's funny because they're going to go to Gotham. I forget why they have to go to Gotham. They have a good reason. Oh, yeah, because it's the picture that Oliver drew or something. And they're going to find the guy who probably has all the answers, but he's in Gotham. So they go to Wayne Enterprises. And I guess Gotham is a hot mess. Um, and Bruce Wayne has been missing for three years. And Oliver is very adamant that Batman is an urban legend and that he doesn't exist. He was made up by the police department <laughs> to keep the city in line because Oliver's the first really, vigilante. Oliver? Yeah, he's super petty really? about it. Yeah, he's like, I'm the first oh, vigilante. Oh Bruce Wayne isn't anybody and there is no Batman. It's really funny. So they go and I guess wow. Kate Kane, they have her be Bruce Wayne's cousin. So they go to Wayne Enterprises and she's there. So wait, no, wait a minute. Back, back, back up, back yep, up, yep. back up, back up, back yep. up. <clears throat> so. Kara <laughs> <laughs> is supposed to be Clark Kent's cousin, right? Yeah. Okay. So they're all just like cousins of each other. It's like cousin. They don't know how to... I don't know. It was I wasn't uh, picking up on that she was his cousin until the end of the episode, and they repeated it. They're like, "Where's your cousin?" And she's like, "I don't know." I'm like, okay. "That is so stupid." It felt very Supergirl. I know it felt very Supergirl. Super. It's uh, totally fucking Supergirl. I'm like, so can we can oh, that's whatever. stupid. I know. <laughs> well, what was hilarious though is Kate Kane's hitting on Supergirl all the time. Like there was some flirting. And was Super, she really? Yeah, and Supergirl didn't seem that to... makes Stephen Amell's tweet make more sense because what was his tweet? What did he say? He said, you know, a guy, I was like, what are you talking about, sir? I can't look it up because I don't follow him." But right. <laughs> he said something about Supergirl and Batwoman. That's a thing now, and I'm like, what "Oh the yeah, thing? it was for sure." Uh, so Kate Kane's <laughs> hitting on oh, Kara. I can't remember okay. what she was said. What she said exactly? I'm trying to remember. Um, I can't remember the first thing, but it was definitely flirty. And at the end, <laughs> so they she had kind of made a comment about um, Kate's tattoos. Oh, that was it. So she made a comment about Kate's tattoo, and Kate was like, "There's those are the ones that you can see." And she kind of just like looks at Kara, and I'm like, "Okay, but okay." So this is what Melissa Benoist was praising. In so that these were the scenes, the that yeah, that she has. People. Yeah, she has these individual scenes with Kara, and at the end of the episode, Kara lets Kate know that she knows she's Batwoman, and she looks a little surprised. And Kara's like, "I've got X-ray vision." And then Kara says, "And you're right. There are a lot of tattoos other places." I'm like, 
Okay, but they've been they've been sitting here baiting Supercorp. Exactly, and now they're and doing they this, do this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I was a Supercorp, I was a Supercorp. Like, mm. If I was a Supercorp, I would be livid right now because trust yeah, me, same. those lines were so flirty and so there was a lot of subtext there, and Kara wow. did not seem to mind at all. Wow. I'm like, okay, okay. whatever. Sure. What? Whatever. Ever. So I don't know it's what the fun. problem is. If we're if it's totally fine that Kara can flirt with Batwoman, why is it like why so insane Lena? that anyone thinks she's flirting Lena? with Lena? Yeah, let's just do the thing with Lena. Oh, and does Lena need to wear a suit and, and then then Kara can flirt with her? What the fuck? Whatever. Oh, we're with you, Supercore. We are with you. This is A plus <laughs> level bullshit. <laughs> Just think everybody okay. a lesbian and be done with it. Like, just honestly. Sure. It'll be better shows I'll, anyways. You know, I'm for it. I I'm know. for it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Next one is from Elicity at Victory uh, 96572376. That is a lot of numbers. Holy Anyhow. crap. Hi. That's a lot of numbers. Uh, <laughs> sure. Qu- her question is, do you think this should be the last crossover and they should just do mini ones through the season? Or, you know, more crossovers. Uh, no more crossovers. No more crossovers. Can we stop? We're done. Can we stop? They the should, mini ones, yeah. maybe. Like, case by case basis. We'll see. Well, I don't want but any like, Arrow characters going over to Flash. No. Flash can well, come that's over what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it depends on who's crossing over on what show and where. I don't want any more. I'm like, this is ridiculous. They should have ended it last anymore, year. Like, Three years ago, I was. I didn't Last want year was anymore. such a what such a mammoth feat that they accomplished. It was really mind boggling. It is ridiculous, and I understand. It's and ridiculous. it does, yeah. And I understand that they need to go smaller because they can't duplicate that every year. But also, once you go smaller, it doesn't feel as big of a deal. And they've well, tried and to just... drum up a lot of this is the best crossover ever nonsense from the no. actors playing no. the roles. But my thing we're about that is it, they say that every it. year. They say that every year yeah, to sell the yeah. crossover. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys. Mm-hmm. This just doesn't. It was no. really disjointed. And my main problem with it is this is repeating the first crossover. All the lessons Barry yeah. and Oliver are learning, they've already learned the first go around. So why didn't you mm-hmm. just have them switch bodies then? I don't know. Whatever. The first crossover was really amazing. And then, of course, I love the Elicity movie. Those ones I love. Those <laughs> ones I'm like, yes, those are perfect. So I'm not, oh, we never needed to have the crossovers. But I do think it's getting very gimmicky. And they're running out of ideas to kind of yeah. bring oh. everybody together for extended And I kind of, of dread where they might try to go in the future. Like, can we just not? Well, when writers run out of ideas... That's the danger zone. They start scraping zone. the barrel, and the barrel ain't great. The barrel ain't great. <laughs> so I would say they could put... It would be fine to me if they didn't do a crossover every year. I don't know if that I will ever happen because it, it no, is such a No, they're going to do boom. one every dang year until yeah, this thing is in the ground. Until this thing is over. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, Sucks. it's such a strange flip because when I was watching, like, the Vampire Diaries, they never did crossovers with the originals. It was nuts. It was... It was like they were, you know, really trying to avoid it. And it never made any sense to me because I was like, well, you want to see these characters interact together. But then we would get, um, you know, the crossovers from 
the Berlanti side of things, and by the way, Pleck, Julie Pleck would shade Greg Berlanti all the time about his crossovers and superheroes and whatever. She's just bitter because they were buying more of his shows <laughs> than they were of hers. So whatever. They work together oh, on wow. um, Everwood. Or Dawson's Creek. They really? work together in Austin. Yeah, they're mm. supposed to be buddies, but I read a couple interviews from Julie where she was Take like really from. saying some nasty stuff about Greg. I'm like Frenemies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, very much frenemies. So I love I've always loved that Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and Legends would cross over, but this year feels particularly strained. Like they're really having trouble drumming up reasons to get everybody I think, together. I think we need to stop. And the plot is very stop. disconnected. Like, if you ask me what is the actual plot of this one... I have no idea. I can't really explain it to you. I have no idea. There's, There's some like dude who's walking around <laughs> with a book and he rewrote existence the way he wanted it and apparently the way he wants existence to be is for Oliver and Barry to have their own... to be in each other's life. I don't, I don't know, guys. Maybe one of you can explain it better because right now... I don't get mm. it. No. I don't get it. Let's pass. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next question is, we're back to Superpower Sass. Aww. And she says, great to see John Barrowman again, but honestly, I would think Prometheus is Oliver's worst fear, not Malcolm Merlin, because Adrian was what he could have become. Plus, I just miss Josh Shigara. Oh, girl, I fair. agree with you. Fair. Very fair. I, very fair. Very fair statement. <laughs> I, when I saw that it was Malcolm Merlin, I was like, like, really? <laughs> really? I mean, I no know, offense really? to John Barrowman, but I feel like Oliver has clearly... John Barrowman was who was available. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And it was very clearly <laughs> Oliver has evolved past uh, Malcolm Merlin. I mean, Oliver can take Malcolm Merlin with his eyes closed. It's He chopped off his and arm. And arm really tied behind saying. his back, yes. Yeah, I guess like some of the stuff that he was saying is more... Oliver, it's never physical. It's always emotional. <laughs> and he was saying some nasty stuff about Robert Queen and how Oliver's going to turn out like him and how you know Robert Queen's a coward. But I was like, again, this is all shit that Prometheus could have done and that would make way more sense. But whatever. I'm totally with you, girl. Yeah, no, I agree. I still buy that Thawne is is Barry's worst nightmare because he's never really truly been able oh, to yeah. beaten Thawne to the point where he's no longer but a Malcolm threat. But Malcolm was so not a threat there at the end, so whatever. No, there was no threat for Malcolm. So I agree, it really should have been Prometheus and it probably Josh Segura was not, was not available. <laughs> or they just really mischaracterized where they think Oliver and Malcolm's relationship was at the very end. But also we miss Josh Segura too. Yeah. Not that I don't miss John Barrowman, but my thing with the Malcolm Merlin character was, um, again, it was getting pretty stale. It felt very Lance, uh, Quentin Lance. If they're not going to do something with him. Yeah, you you're right. You can't keep him in this gray zone where he's we kind of ready like helping or not helping. You know, even yeah. on Buffy when Spike was evil and helping the Scooby gang, they came up with a really good reason for him to do it, and that was because he was in love with Buffy. Like, okay. And Malcolm's whole thing is Thea and Thea is gone so y- mm-hmm. why would why would Malcolm be helping Oliver when Thea's not around he wouldn't be so it, it was I feel wise of them to kill him off even though I know John Behrman was really angry about it but he wasn't too angry to, to not come back that's for sure so paychecks paycheck paychecks baby. a paycheck yep <laughs> amen my sister he's got bills okay. to pay 
Our next one is from Samantha Hunt, who we answered from last night, and she corrects me that her at is Motosaki. The name was Sorry. already used, so she put in a zero instead of the O. Gotcha. So, Motosaki. Anyhow, she says, I liked that Barry and Oliver admitted that they were each oversimplifying the other, but haven't they already gotten beyond these misconceptions of the other in previous seasons? Lazy writing... IMO. Yes. yes, absolutely. That's why I'm saying we're repeating yeah. season one. That the Flash yeah. characters' reactions to Oliver feel very season one. That Barry and Oliver's reactions to each other feel very, um, well, let's just say it seems very season three of Arrow and season one of it Flash. It feels like you're just walking over ground that's already been trod. Yeah, and Barry and that's Oliver have that already come. When you're running out of ideas. Yeah, Barry and Oliver have already come to terms that they're very different people and that there's benefits to each way each hero does their heroing. And Barry already knows mm -hmm. that Oliver's been through horrific pain. They went through this last year. You know, um, actually they went through this twice. So three or four times. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like running through it in my brain. You know, we had Flashpoint. Barry had Flashpoint and then Oliver saw his what-if world of his parents um, survived. So they sit down at the bar and they have a very good conversation about, you know, the perfect, like to, yeah, the imagined perfect life they've always thought they wanted really wasn't the life they wanted, even though it came with some really great benefits, like their parents being alive. It just feels like it's the point of each crossover is to rehash old shit that things. We did the previous yes. crossover. Yeah. And we're back around to we don't need any more crossovers. We're done. Yeah. And, you know, they did it again. Oliver talked about how he he watched his father blow his brains out. So Barry knew all of this, you know, going in. They all know this about. They know that Oliver has suffered pain. It starts coming off as Barry being insensitive to what Oliver's gone through. If he's not retaining this. Well, and they basically, somehow. I mean, <laughs> Oliver is an angry person. Yeah. Is that's... never as angry as he is when he's not on the flash i mean he's he's like he's like the hulk on the flash and then we get regular normal balanced oliver on our show and i would say that returned you didn't see a lot of and i you know the other thing that was bugging me is they were talking about um you know they're in gotham and oliver was like oh i have a contact i was trying to help her like make have her write a puff piece about me blah 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 and um Barry was like, did you sleep with her? And Oliver's like, I don't know. Like, he can't remember. And so then later, Barry finds out that, yeah, he slept with her and she won't help them. It's just stupid. And then he's telling Kara, Barry's telling Kara how Oliver slept with two sisters. And I'm like, why are we bringing this all up again? This was seven years ago. We're still hashing on this. Like, it just. You didn't even know Oliver back when that I happened, I know. And Barry. they're all like horrified because this just adds to the Oliver is horrible. I'm like, I am in a time Can vortex. We move this past is a this? time vortex. Why is season seven? seven? Oh How are we God. still talking about this? Uh -huh. <sighs> I'm tired, and it only Jen. happens on the crossover. It's like, <laughs> it's like Oliver regresses, and the Flash people don't ever move past their original yeah. opinions of Oliver, even though he's he's fought side by side of, with you them know, for years. You know, this just reinforces my decisions not to watch anymore. You know, I might be done too because I'm really not enjoying them. Like this is the first year I've always kind of had fun on them and enjoyed them for what they were. Um, I really didn't like the breakup. I was ragey that when he the breakup like, really 
Well, and the Hawk people were stupid anyhow. Right. And that didn't the help. The launching but of the Legends breakup just kind of tainted it really bad. Yeah, and I don't think that they did a great job launching Batwoman. It just felt kind of cheesy to me. I don't think you needed all these other characters to launch Batwoman. I think Batwoman's enough of her own. You know, it's fucking Batwoman. Just launched the show without, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Well, we didn't need a crossover to launch Black Lightning, did we? No. So. Yeah. I don't Whatever. Know. Um, I personally, my opinion is, is for Batwoman to fill the breach when Arrow's gone. Yeah, I think that's fair. I do. I think that's fair. You don't want to lose they too were many really, nights. Yeah, they were really not. Crossover. Yeah, they were really <laughs> not focusing on Oliver's relationship with Batwoman. They were really focused more on Kara's relationship with Batwoman. Right. And then Barry. They need to tie her in with the people who are going to be around for Yeah, Oliver was like, Arrow's see ya. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, they like, didn't interact at all. He's like, later. Cool costume. <laughs> okay, next question. Arrow Bell at Arrow underscore Bell. That Elicity moment made it all worth it. Barry is good for something. <laughs> now that Beth said their relationship is fine... Did you like the resolution of their problems or would you have wanted more discussion? Here's my thing. I don't doubt that there's going to be a little bit more discussion about like Felicity. Maybe we shouldn't be shooting people that are unarmed in our living room. You know, I expect we'll get more of that kind of discussion. Yeah. But basically what was said at the end of this episode is what we both have said that we think should have happened at the end of last week's episode. It was just a continuation of that. Scene, it's the unconditional love statement that that right. he needed to make. Um, That's what we were waiting all week for him to do, and I was afraid that we were going to have to wait until we came back in January. Right. And so I was it's like, really nice that we're we're literally on a hiatus <laughs> right now, and we can just kind of relax a little bit, and our faves are happy and yes. working on stuff. We can sit here and go. William's going to come home from school, and mm-hmm. they're going to have a lovely family Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmasica, what are, what do they call that when they mix Christmas? I Christmas? Think. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have that, and it's gonna be beautiful and warm and family and fluffy and walks Preach in the it, snow sister. and hot chocolate and mittens and snow angels. I think what and people are looking for, and here's where I think yeah. some of Stevens, like um, <laughs> Stephen had a very uh, interesting reaction to this because he's like they resolved the problem very quickly. So of course we now know he's thinking of the crossover scene. And his yeah. attitude was, you know, they live in a bizarre world and they're just going to kind of have to accept each other for who they are, which is very much Oliver's reaction. I accept you for who you are. So I totally get right. where Steven was coming from. I think right. where people, where the fans get a little frustrated or a lot frustrated is this lying <laughs> thing and that Oliver just never seems to stop lying to Felicity and leaving her out of things. And that might need to be addressed. That I think is what or people want. Or stop having addressed. a Right, or we could just stop it. Um, I think that's what people want what more addressed, is they want Oliver to um, yeah. a stop the behavior, and they want that discussed a little bit more. But I think the point of that is, and this really goes to what marriage is, um, I'm sorry only takes you so far. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of like my husband... <laughs> is never going to care about the house and what it looks like as much as I do. He's never going to care 
Because he's a guy. He's a guy. Like, just, just there's just certain things in me, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like, there are just certain things in our <laughs> lives I am never going to care about as much as him. And I'm not saying Oliver doesn't care about lying to Felicity. What I'm saying is I think we're dealing with an aspect of Oliver's personality here that really speaks to what Felicity said um, to William in season six. That in the operating um, arena of heroism... Oliver makes mistakes, but he makes them for what he feels are good reasons. Felicity says he has mm-hmm. good intentions. And as hurtful as those decisions are, you know, he is still a good man underneath it. So I'm not saying Oliver lying to Felicity is okay. I think what no. Felicity's looking more towards is just include me. And a lot of Oliver's response to her is to you know x her out because he thinks he's protecting her which after all these years he should know which like get over it it's just get over it by now and my other thing with him is (laughs) you know he didn't tell her about prison because he knew she would talk him out of it that's the big explanation that's the explanation that came from mark guggenheim post interviews they needed to put that line somewhere in there they needed Agreed. Oliver either in that episode or the subsequent ap- episodes after to be like, the reason why I didn't tell you is because you would talk me out of it. And he never says it. We're just supposed to infer. Why can't they just have him just say Just put it. it in there. Like, I get real tired of these exit interviews from executive producers and writers where they say the things the character should have said that it's explains like, everything. Just, the just put the fucking line in there. <laughs> And that doesn't excuse anything, Oliver saying that, but I think, you know, offering a reason why he didn't tell Felicity would be extremely helpful. It would help a lot. And, you know, not saying that it makes it okay, but like, could we get a little bit of an explanation out of his? And instead, all we're getting from Oliver is, well, I've said sorry a million times. It's like, well, first of all, I haven't heard it. When did you fucking say sorry a million times, asshole? I haven't heard you say that. If it doesn't happen on screen, it doesn't. Yeah, I I heard him say. Oh, you did. Okay, so I just (laughs) yeah, that's there's and this is always what I have an issue with with Arrow, and it's kind of why Five Twenty is one of my favorite episodes because Oliver finally says everything. It's like he just isn't holding anything back anymore. Finally, and I just don't think we're we're gonna we're they're never gonna write Elicity to the depth that I want them to write it to. Right. It's it's a lot like watching Whedon write a show. It's like Whedon would just never give it all to you. He would all there was always a nugget that he just wouldn't put in the conversation. Yeah, like, well, he should have just if he just said this, it would just make total sense, and he ne- he would never do it. There was like one or two times that he did it. He said he did uh, amends, and I will remember you. Those were the only times that Whedon ever put his full cards on the table. And I'm like. I mean, if when you think of the duration of Buffy and Angel and how long both shows were on the air, that's ridiculous that you got two stinking episodes. I can count up the minutes in less than five. So <laughs> it's it's just how these writers write. And hopefully going forward, they realize Oliver lies to Felicity is not the drama that we're going to keep let's, leaning yeah, back let's, on. Let's find let's some new stop stuff. Doing let's that. stop let's doing that. Stop and that. I yeah. and that is something I am very much looking forward to being gone out of the show and it needs to stop. And if it doesn't stop, well then it the problem is if it doesn't stop, it makes Oliver a less believable superhero. Cuz superheroes don't well, lie to their it, 
to anyone, let the alone their wives. The whole show unravels. Yeah, if you don't have faith in Oliver, if you don't trust Oliver, um, you know, you don't got a lot of Because he's already said he'll never lie to her again. Multiple times, and he just went around, he went and went ahead and did it. So I understand like, okay, why I'm fans are the like follow through on that. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that fans are like screw you. I'm not as angry with him about this particular lie as I am William because I don't think it was Oliver trying to ex Felicity out of his life or anything no, like that. No, he's 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 coming at it from a kind of he's coming at it from a very protective place. Protective standpoint and that's yeah. the part of Oliver I'm saying to people we're not going to change. Yeah. And that he's going to do things that are really stupid and not good for the relationship, but his intentions are good. And for what good. it's worth, Felicity mostly understands that. Yeah. And I think Felicity gets that. And I think that's part of what her speech was to William is that yeah. she knows what it means to be married to a vigilante and what that requires. And even mm-hmm. though she's going to be angry with Oliver about the decisions she makes, it doesn't mean that she doesn't understand the decisions he makes. And that's they the need glue. to not act like Iris is better suited to be the wife of a superhero than Felicity is because that's some bullshit. Well, I just think you can't you can't compare West Allen and Felicity. It's not a fair com- it's not really a fair can't. comparison. Is, this constant, it's not even apples and oranges. No, it's like it's bananas and cotton candy. I mean, and cotton candy exactly. I, I'm sorry, eggplant and yeah. <laughs> Chanel sorry. Walmart. You take your pick. Um, I'm just yeah. No, it's too. I mean, it's like saying, yeah. let's compare Buffy to the Wonder Woman show of the '80s. No, 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 that's not the same thing. You can't compare the same. It's 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 really different. The shows have different, different tones, and people. Too many people try to compare. Yeah. And you well, can't. it's this weird competi- competition about who's better. And listen, when it comes to truth and honesty, Barry Allen is not exactly the well, honor band bearer bearer of the back, back. Back to who's better. Here's the thing: on the Flash, West Allen is always going to be better. On Arrow. Elicity's always right. going to be better. Those are the super and ships. And so when you have, like, last year was more even because they really collaborated. Yeah. But, like, this year you have Flash doing the Flash episode and Arrow doing the Arrow yes. episode. There's going to be some disjointedness. There's clear in, favoritism in, on each show about which right, show, which exactly. show likes which relationship better. So it's do like, you think it's very Mark and easy. Caroline like Elisty better than West Allen? Yes, they do. Perhaps <laughs> I do. And so I feel like it's very easy for us as Elisty fans to turn up after this episode and say, look, see, see. Yeah. But like the minute the Flash episode airs, all of a sudden West Allen's getting a lot of love. You know, it's just right. Like, it's just kind of. Well, and I don't like comparing. You need to them go into it expecting the bias because they're very different television shows with very different couples, and mm-hmm. it's all about personal preference. If you want to see a couple pretty much not have any conflict, and conflict they do, they resolve it within an episode. It feels very, you know, West Allen is the full house of DCT. They're ships. the warden. Warden June Cleaver. Yeah, it's very, you know, (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna have a problem, but we're gonna resolve it and I love you in a half hour. This is the Danny Tanner. They have Danny Tanner talks all the time. Elicity will get to their Danny Tanner talk, but it takes several episodes. Well, and they go through some very real 
Yeah, listen. Hey, guys. um, You're going to deal in marriage, if you're not married, you're going to deal with some stuff that's really, uh, that your partner does some things that really make you not like them. And you (laughs) will at some point question, maybe I should get a divorce because I really don't like you. There's nothing about you right now that I don't, that I like. And the challenge is remembering your vows, remembering why you love this person and how do you bridge that gap and how do you find forgiveness? And it's, it's the, after your anger wears off, you have to go back and be like, okay, now how can I be okay with this? And forgiveness is really (laughs) a big deal. I just, I was just talking with my priest about this and he was like you know he was cute about it. he's like it's not like i'm an expert on marriage I'm like well thank you for saying that he's like Cause clearly i'm not but he says our partners cannot be everything to us you have to recognize the humanity of your partner and understand that they are imperfect people and they will never give you everything you need and if that's your expectation you you will look at them as a failure for the rest of you your know, marriage I could kind of extrapolate that to shipping and television shows. Yeah. On a lighter top, like in a lighter this, zone. This, yeah. Yeah. This, there's, I feel like there's some fans that they have really high expectations. Like I tweeted after the episode, I was like, you know, next stop baby land. You know, I was like, yeah. Yay. And somebody's like, I hope we get to see that baby get made. And I'm like, no, okay, guys. you're not. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that sex scene, the kiss, that was back it. Up, <laughs> back up, back up, back up, back up. We're not going to see that. No. I'm sorry. It's, it's not going to yeah. happen. Cookie, it ain't happening. And that's that's just the fact with TV shows and shipping is you're never going to get everything that you want. And you have to be okay with that. Right. So I don't, I think a lot, a lot of Oliver and Felicity is, you know, Oliver's recognizing Felicity is an imperfect person and it doesn't matter. He still loves her. Um, it, Which is awesome. He loves, awesome he understands, I mean, that is really it because as you go through marriage, you, you change as a person, your relationship mm-hmm. changes you and you're not you were just saying yeah, this last week. I was, yeah. I'm not the same person I was when I married my husband at 25. Mm-hmm. Just not. Actually, was I 24? I might have been 24. Um, I was even younger. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, 24 to 37 is a big chunk of life, and you go through some fairly major stuff. Our relationship is very different. And listen, sometimes you have to deal with lies in a, in a marriage. It depends on mm-hmm. what the lie is. But It could be, yeah, I took out the trash. <laughs> No, I didn't pay. Yes, no, I, I paid the mortgage. No, I didn't. <laughs> who's the secret? Where's this other ID? And who's 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 Susan? Do you have a second oh, wife? No, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, there's varying levels of severity. Is you Oliver lying about cheating? No. Um, is he lying about choosing to protect his wife from prison and fall on the sword because he's a hero? The thing about Oliver's lie... And this is what really has to just gall Felicity is he's doing what he does that made her fall in love with him in the first place. Exactly, <laughs> and I, I, I th- she totally understands. She's like, that. I'm so mother- I want to, like, I want to, uh, I want to kill you right now, but also have sex with you. And really, those two things very much go hand in hand a lot. That results in Maya. Right. It's like <laughs> I hate what you did, but I still, but I also love you for it. There's a great line. 
You know who did a really good job with this? Grey's hmm. Anatomy with Derek and hmm. Meredith. They were, um, and Derek and Meredith, God bless Shonda Rhimes, she would give it to you. They would have the fight, okay? And Meredith lies to Derek pretty majorly, and she does something that's really can destroy his career and also puts their adoption at risk, and it's pretty bad. And she's like, so just get a divorce, divorce me. He's like, no, I meant the post-it. And he's like, I know how selfless you are. You jumped in front of a bullet for me. And he says, it's what I love about you. And she says to him, and what you hate. And he says, yes. So everything Felicity loves about Oliver can also be everything she hates. And it's, yes. it's a process of her handling that. And what Oliver but is... But this is what I love about them. Is that it's, just, it's just such a real mature yeah, view. Yeah, exactly. And Oliver comes to her tonight and is just like, listen, I know there's a lot of stuff you don't like about me. <laughs> Maybe that'll change. Maybe that won't. But all I'm saying is no matter who I become and no matter who you become, you are it for me. He's basically saying, I'm going to keep marrying every version God, of you. that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Every version of you. Whoever <sighs> you evolve into be, I marry that version. I'm never I mean, not going like it. Basically, if you become a super villain, <laughs> I'm still going to be your husband because I love you. You know, well, you, know really what I, you know what I, you know what I flashed to when he said that? I flashed to... Earth X, mm, yeah, and and prison camp Felicity, mm -hmm. and I'm like, he loves her too. Yep, he loves. Yeah, no, that was a really that was it was hard to see all the Nazi stuff, but that was a moment where it was very quietly acted by Stephen and Emily, but you could see that Oliver was very. Um, I still there's no. I love that I, scene. Yeah, there's so no version of much. this woman I don't love i'm so he's oliver's like i'm literally supposed to be a person right now who hates the person i love most in the world and he's just having that moment he's like of, I nope sorry yeah he's like no pretty hot for a beer too yeah so, <laughs> i'm gonna go back and get married see ya you know it's like it's really i think that and that's one of the ways that i really love how they that, that they steadily use these doppelgangers to reinforce things a right. lot of times the doppelganger stuff is I hate that shit, but that was really a nice moment where they used it. It was very, nice. Very good. So. Okay, next question. Yeah, lay it on me. Because we kind of got I know, we got off a tangent. You get me started on marriage and all of our But Felicity. you know what? That's what we That's do what here. That's what we do here at Watch Over. <laughs> we ramble. <laughs> you can make it through four loads of wash with us. <laughs> okay, the next one is from Sri at Sri is me. Another and cute she candle. Said, that's the, that's I, adorable. Okay. Like, I like whenever I see it, I smile. I know. Uh, <laughs> she asks a great question. What do you think they'll name the Elicity triplets? <laughs> Amen, my sister. Well, see, this is why you have to have triplets because it's the gender permutations and it's the the name options. It's just it just two broadens. girls and a boy. Yeah, right? I think you got to go two girls. I mean, for the boy, I think you go uh, Thomas Tommy. Robert. Yeah, Thomas Robert. Thomas yeah. Robert. I agree. Yeah. Okay. We we're like we didn't even it's have not to even a, it's that. like we're not even like, a question. Yeah. Thomas <laughs> yeah, Robert. Yeah, yeah. Th Thomas Robert. Yep. Yeah. And then I think yep. uh for a girl, I have a hmm. I have a hard time. Well, I like I, mean, I would like Moira well, Moira Megan sounds kind of weird. I don't know if I like it that. Does. No, but he, I liked the name Adeline. That's pretty. Because the Ada, the ADA. Mhm. Mm Remember from the oh, whole yeah. password mm -hmm. last year? Yep, yeah. And they could call her Ada for short, but Adeline. And so, like, Adeline Moira's Queen Smoke. I like Moira as a first name just because I like the name Moira. 
Um, I don't like But that's just me. I like Moira. <laughs> like, it, I mean, I know it's like super evil mom. Well, but she wasn't in the end, you know? Well, it wasn't. It's not even that it's evil. I just don't like the name. I, oh, okay. Let's see. I like the name. Yeah. No. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. But it's fine. It's whatever. If she, if the kid's name is Moira, I'm not going to have a fit. I don't care. I get a, a baby. Yeah, I, I feel care. like it's going to be Moira. I just feel yeah. very strongly. Oh, I'm pretty I'm, sure, yeah. I'll be thrilled if they come up with another name that I like, but I just I just feel... But what, so what's our ne- next oh, name? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, honestly, you guys, I have not spent any time thinking about this, which is sad. Wow. I know none. Then like, I just... Have, I just, like, I know. Three. I just, like, get to baby, <laughs> and, like, I just, I just don't move po- past the point of baby. I just, like, it's just... Um... I'm going to have to think about this and I'll come up with some names because mm. I think that there are a lot of good. I like Megan. I like using Felicity's middle name as a first name. I don't hate Megan. I like Megan. <laughs> um, what's Thea? Thea has a weird name. I like finding family names and using them in some way. That always makes me happy. Yeah. So I like Moira and I like Megan, and then the the boy is the easiest name. It's Thomas. What Robert. about Donna? I, I like Donna. I think Donna's a so cute ma- name. So maybe Megan Donna. Megan Donna. That would be super cute. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Megan Donna. Megan Donna. Adela- and then Adeline Moira Adeline and Moira, Megan Donna, Donna and Thomas Robert. There we go. Yeah. Ta-da! Okay. We did it. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> but two girls and a boy. Because <laughs> then they have to see like that's like because we haven't even only mixed because he has William, so we can do two boys and two girls, and then you're done. Yes, exactly. That's why. That's Ta-da! Why. It's all about symmetry. So excited. Okay. Next one is from Jennifer Vera at Jennifer Vera 199. Mm-hmm. She says, what were your reactions when you saw that they refilmed the intro to tie with the whole, this is our reality story? Um, <laughs> well, at first I was a little annoyed because they didn't let, um, Steven they should have let Oliver do it on the over flash on side. Flash. Yeah. He yeah. should have been doing it. They that. really should have. I don't know it's, what I mean, the problem was, but the flash really dropped the ball whatever. on that. Um, Stupid. When uh, when Barry kissed Felicity, I screamed like I screamed. You know that. You, you know, know what? When Phoebe, I was... when Phoebe finds out about Monica. But here's where I lose like half my followers. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I was hoping that we would get. Well, you're very tit for tat, so I know why I you want that. You, you were really pissed that Oliver was going to kiss Iris. Remember, I saw that months ago. Yes, that was, was your like, reason yes, for I'm not out. watching. You're like, I'm out. <laughs> well, no, that wasn't my reason. I was, I had already decided, but it was like it when was I heard that. It was like I when I had said it before. Then I had been like half joking, half serious, and then I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> but like, here's the deal. Okay, so no. so Barry has already kissed, kissed Felicity one time, right? And by choice, not body swap. By choice, not body swap. And then Oliver, Iris kisses Oliver, and I'm very strongly saying it that way because Iris kisses Oliver. Oliver does not kiss Iris Oliver back. Does he's not just look like very frozen. Yeah. So he's okay. Not a big fan of so that. technically, okay, we're even now. Not really. But then they show no. another Barry and Felicity <laughs> kiss. <laughs> so sorry, guys. But and let me explain. As I said, Barry was enjoying but you know himself. What? But you know what? I feel like that makes up for all the stupid, ugly 
photoshops we had to suffer in the flash episode it doesn't make up for the trashing of oliver though it still makes me really no sad. it doesn't make up for that nothing will ever i make think up i would have liked but i feel like that was their arrows version of an ugly photoshop it was picture. cool that they refilmed it with grant i like i like grant so i thought it was fun and i just i was just disappointed that they didn't do it on the other side with the flash it felt like another continuity error that we could have somebody dropped the ball on that one but then we wouldn't have had the beautiful photoshop yeah, I guess. <laughs> Stupid. I know, it's dumb. It's so okay, bad. next question is from JL at JL Now 2. She says, I don't need to ask about Elicity because you girls will give us that in spades. Yes, we will. And I can't <laughs> wait to listen. I am curious what you thought of Kate Kane slash Batwoman. I mean, we kind of already talked about Yeah, this. I like her. I liked her. I have no opinion because I didn't see I, I like me. Ruby Rose. I've seen her on other stuff, and I like her. I, I feel like she she's she's one of the few people that really, she's Australian. I could hear a little bit of the Australian accent, but she really did a good job of dropping it. Um, she's gorgeous. I mean, just stare at her. I like that Kate is edgier. I like the tats. I like that she's I always like a little rough around the edges. Anyway. Yeah, she seems a little rough around the edges. Um, but there's very much a sweetness to her that I was like it wasn't like how it was with Oliver. It's you know, with Oliver it took a little while to be like, Who's this hero? Because he was so cut off and I didn't get that feeling from Kate. She still is very warm and but you know, she lives in a rough part of town. The thing I don't love is the suit. You don't love the suit. It's just that damn wig. You, don't you like know how, like, when Laurel would wear it's the wig red. and it just would be like, what the f- No, I feel like this wig is better than that wig because that wig was really bad. Yeah, it's better. And maybe I just don't have an appreciation enough for, like, Batwoman as a redhead to be like, woohoo, wig. Woo, yeah. But, I mean, what else do you do with it? I mean, she's got to have some kind of hair on it. So. Do you? Do you? I guess. I don't know. Really? Do you have to have do hair you? on the bat suit? I don't know. I don't know. This is why I don't, I don't make know. decisions. If you don't, the comic people. But I really liked you. her. I liked that she was flirting with uh, Supergirl too. That I got a kick out of that. That was great. <laughs> I think Supergirl should be. <laughs> that <gay>. is nice. <laughs> I just don't understand why they're not. Yeah, we. I think we've been pretty, pretty explicit in this. We both. Yes, I agree. I don't get. Or at least by. I'm. I'm willing to throw out by. I guess. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, she can be by too. So. <laughs> yeah, I just. Uh, I. You know. <laughs> It opens up the door. I mean, I'm sorry. Melissa yeah. Benoist has more chemistry with female actors than she does with the male actors she's given. I'm sorry. Facts are facts. What do you want from me? Facts is facts. You want my life? Come and what get it. What do you it. want? Um, and Arabelle came back at us and she says, just thought about this, but when Felicity believed Oliver was who he said he was, she fell into his arms with complete love and trust. When Iris and Barry talked, she barely held his hand and warned him against going dark. That's the difference. You know, I like yes. it. You know what I like? I like when other people see the same stuff I see. And then they I say do too, it, because it's like, to yes, you yeah. totally called that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with her. 100%. Totally She's, agree. She, yep. She put that beautifully, too. She did. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. The difference. Sorry. But sorry. Oh, I've decided that what I refer to that ship. Oh, yes. On that show. Yeah. That I call it. Um, substandard is his is, is <laughs> new name. When I refer to it, it will not be blank blank. Mm-hmm. It will be substandard because they're not the gold standard. You gotta explain no. that to people. They might not, not even remember. Close. <laughs> substandard, which is shipped by the Wawas. Well, my thing about 
how just bad like, is... Can I just be honest about this? Because sure. Iris being like, oh, Oliver is horrible because he made a decision and he abandoned Felicity mm. without talking to her. Barry did that. Yeah. He went to Flash... So. He, he went inside the Speed Force. First of all, he went to Flash... He created Flashpoint without talking to iris about it and she was jen are you suggesting that the flash is hypocritical i don't know i mean i feel like i'm in just this weird territory where yes i am of course i he's feel hypocritical. like you are totally saying that uh, <laughs> right now. the most hypocritical show out there yeah and then he went into the whatever speed force they went to fucking therapy about it and all of our, and barry's like we don't have problems we're the gold standard i'm like shut your face shut your stupid hypocritical face this was in the process of me stopping to watch The Flash because I would just yell at Barry. And my husband's like, I just, I feel like you maybe you should not watch this. You would yell to your this. husband. Yes. You would yell to me. I know. You would yell on Like, Twitter. I don't want to kill him. And I was just like, stop watching. Nobody makes me as angry as Barry Allen sometimes, I tell you. That kid. <laughs> just want to smack him upside the head. But sure, you're the gold standard. Like the fake kind of gold. It's just like painted gold. It's not real gold that you make lots of money and off of. And also the, 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 those who shot ship Lolliver, yes. L-O-L-I-V-R, are lollipops. Yeah, I've never so got behind that. It's update funny, your terminology, I, I just got more fandom. Well, I just, no, you know, I'm sorry. Lollipops. At this point sorry. in time, I just don't understand why they stick around and why they have any hope whatsoever. I got someone who was trying to be like Dinah. Oliver falls in love with Dinah. I was like, oh, it was the same person. They're always pushing Yeah, them. I'm like, yeah, they're I just always can't. Pushing if you, if like, you mm. send me a message and you say, Oliver's going to fall in love with Dinah, you get blocked because you are a Honestly, troll. no. You know what I do whenever I see that? I just laugh because so I'm stupid. like, oh, my God, you are so... Uh, <laughs> it's truly exhausting. No, it's funny to me because, like, I don't know, like, whether they're a hater or they're a supposed fan and they're just worried... The whole idea is just laughing. I got one. Regardless of where you this fall is gonna, on You want to hear one that made my brain explode today? Funny. I got what? one that said the pendulum swing that I always talk about, which they couldn't spell pendulum to save their life, but the pendulum swing that, they always, that I always talk about, that didn't exist until season three. And that was when Mark became. <laughs> That's not how pendulums right, work. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> That, was, that writing style did not exist in season one and two. There was no pendulum. That writing style exists all everywhere, the time, everywhere, all the time. Yeah, no, 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 no. Since, oh, since they the, keep the going. olden times. They, they keep going. They're like, no, that didn't exist in season one oh, and two. Everybody no. stayed the same in those seasons. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And then when Mark became showrunner in season three, that's when the pendulum swing started. So now that Beth is the, the showrunner, we don't know if she's going to employ the pendulum swing because she's not Mark. I'm like, I just, if you want to like take my brain and just shred it, <laughs> that's the way you Listen, do that. Like, oh no, my God. Here's, here's, Nails here's on chalkboard to me. Here's my gut response to something like that. If that's what you want to think, go right ahead. Yeah. That was kind of, I was like, okay, I'll be over I here know my with truth. the pendulum swinging. Yes. Yeah, I know my truth. You can just go over there and think what I you want I don't understand how you watch care. season one in Sue and you don't think Oliver has moved to a new place. I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, What are you talking about? The mind and also, wasn't, wasn't Mark showrunner in season one and season two? No. Well, he was like co-showrunner. Who was he running? Was he running it with Kreisberg? Yeah. Voldemort, the name we shall not speak. Yeah. Okay. 
and then oh i get what you're saying and then it kicked then he left for the flash and then he was showrunner for yeah yeah okay yeah <laughs> um but here's the thing it's just <sighs> i don't care what other people think i know i mean uh, but that sounds really kind of like well you get annoyed a you anons drive you nuts too like they'll say something well here's here's what annoys me is when it's not when they they attack what's going to happen on the show it's when they attack my motivations that's when i get ticked off because i'm like okay now you're talking about something real that i that's me and i'm like no 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 that's not gonna that's not gonna fly with me yeah my you can't tell me what i think you can't tell me what i say you can't tell me what i mean i know my truth you know you can't it still is nails on the Someone's wrong on the internet, you know? <laughs> it still nails on a chalkboard to me. You say the pendulum swing doesn't exist. It's like, it's like saying. It is, yeah. It's like, the sa- it's like saying the Greeks didn't come up with this seven or 12 well, story themes that we have. It's like, well, okay. Saying, saying that is a little bit ignorant of what the pendulum swing I don't think you understand really what is it is in storytelling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I, I get what they're trying to say. They're afraid that. Beth isn't going to follow the same story logic that Martin. Well, they over, which is a very legitimate fear. That's fine. My thing is when I talk about the pendulum swing, I think people oversimplify it. They they think it's like, oh, you go good to bad, bad to good, and yeah, that does happen. But you have to look in the context of the show that you're in. Oliver's always going to have some kind of a struggle. Like right now, Mm -hmm. we went through a little pendulum swing with Elicity. They went from bad to good. Okay, so it was like there's many pendulum swings in a season and then there's the big pendulum swing you know where they start where the hero starts at the beginning in the new place that they want to move Oliver to well and Elicity for the most part is done pendulum swing we were right when we said that after last season yeah well and any pendulum episode. swings that they're going to have are going to be the are going to be really small they're going to be small yeah. so you know and because that's we've fine. already done the big right, one right we did them. all the big ones so uh, that part of it I think people are sometimes I think they get a little bit um, like, like I said they oversimplify it but essentially yeah that's that's how storytelling works you start in one place yeah. you move to another if your character this is where my english major comes yeah in exactly hand. same it's <laughs> like if, if you're saying the characters have remained the same through a whole story you haven't told the story mm-hmm. or if you've told one you're told still a in shitty the one or the you're, you're still yeah. in the beginning one it's one of the options okay the entire point of telling a story is to move from point a to point b <laughs> and if you don't have an arc Call it an arc. Call it a swing. Whatever you want to call it, you don't have a full appreciation of what the character is. What's the character motivation? Where are they going? Why are you telling this story? If you don't have those elements, then you're not a good writer. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure that there are stories that exist that they say that you know the character remains stagnant. They're not getting great reviews on you know in the New York Times because of it. I can guarantee you that. We got a last minute question. From Dax at Newsies Mario. Okay, that's a cute name too. It is cute. Said, just listened to yesterday's and I loved it. My question is, do you guys think that they write everyone in character for these crossovers? And if not, who and why do you think they're written that way? I always feel like Oliver is written OOC and the others are over-exaggerated. ab so Absolutely. I think everybody yes. is over-exaggerated. I think this is the best job they've ever done on Arrow of not or over-exaggerating their characters. You know, Arrow did it compared to Flash's episode, just from what I've heard, because obviously mm-hmm. didn't watch, watch either yep. of them. Mm-hmm. 
But watching people's reactions and the clips I saw here and there and the gifs and whatnot, I would say that it seems like Arrow went more understated than Flash did. Yeah, but I think that's always true. I mean, I feel like we start on the Flash a lot. And it's always this exuberance, sunshine and rainbows. And then we go back to Arrow, and it's just like you're bringing it back to See, Earth. now last year we started with Supergirl, then we went Arrow, then we went Flash, then we went Legends. See, but last year was so but last strange year was like, because yeah, it was last a year movie. was kind of... I, you couldn't tell was, what... Was, I, like, I, yeah. yeah, you couldn't tell by which hour you, in, you were in what show you were on with last year. Which is the way it, is the way it be. should be. Yes. Every other year, I can say that's the Flash Hour, that's the Supergirl Hour, that's the Legends Hour, that's the Arrow Hour. But last year was really felt like a movie, um, which was what made it so good, um, and almost, as I understand, impossible. They can't duplicate it. And that people were much less OOC. People were much less OOC. Um, I think, as we've said, my personal opinion is when Arrow characters go over to the Flash, I think that they. Um, are written worse there. I don't feel like the Flash writers have a handle on Arrow characters, and when they, whatever the Flash writers, however they view the Arrow characters, is not the way I view the Arrow characters. We're just gonna have to well, agree th- to disagree. The Flash tends to view Arrow characters as very two-dimensional. But you know, I gotta you know. be fair. The Flash is a fairly two-dimensional is show, and Felicity is a bimbo, and but that's you know, it's that's like, their show. They don't, you know, Barry's good no matter what Barry does. They're very two-dimensional. You know, Iris can only be um, the love. She can only, you know, yeah, she can only be, you know, Barry's home and she can't have a career or anything. I would take this a step further. They are lifted out of the comic book where they are two-dimensional and they are put in front of a camera as two-dimensional. They don't know how to take a character from a comic book and flesh it out and make it three-dimensional. I agree. And I feel that that happens. The problem is I feel the Arrow co- characters, particularly Oliver Queen, is a little bit more com- is much more complex. Um, oh, yeah. And, and that's why I love pr- Arrow yeah, you put, because of the right, complex You put characters. that on him on the flash and they, they try to boil him down to one or two things. And then they make Oliver act disappoint. that way. And it just doesn't work. Um, I would say with Felicity, they're even worse. Yeah, I was thrilled I Felicity didn't go over to the Flash Same episode. I here. hate her. I hate the way they write her when she is on the Flash. Do you remember it was in season three where they had her when she went over oh, with, with Ray. Ray, and they had her say Ray was like a combination of Barry and Oliver. And yeah. he was perfect because he had the abs. He had, and he had he the was, brains. It's Barry and Oliver's and body. It was like, You're like who are you most, right now? It was the most insulting thing she could have ever said about either guy. Yeah, because again, that's boiling them, the two of them, down to some very basic characteristics. It was like you're saying that Barry doesn't have a great body, and Oliver is stupid. stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nothing. Felicity would never, never say, say that. that. No. 
never so yeah i haven't trusted flash with felicity since then (laughs) yeah so and does arrow do it to flash but see you know the flash did it too like uh, you know when oliver's leaving the um he says he needs to go think all the characters follow him like do you need do you need a hug are you okay and, and like they're they're like you know do you want to talk about it and he's like why are you following me they're like because you're upset and that like this is what flash does we all we always talk 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 and oliver's just like get me the fuck out of here um yeah oliver's like get the fuck away yeah from me. so that part Freaks. of it when they play it for that i think it's funny <laughs> but when they're playing it there's a difference between playing it for for jokes and playing it like this is the actual reality iris's speeches were this is the truth of oliver queen yeah, which is like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. No, girlfriend, no. it ain't. Um, no, and it really baby. bugs me that they had Iris say it. I don't know why it bugs me, but it does. I just Why like, do they want to throw Iris under the bus? It's like they're constantly the throwing Iris under the bus and just let the woman live. You know, she's a great character that they don't use. And that's been the problem from the beginning. Um, Basically. When Arrow, Flash <laughs> characters go over to Arrow, I think Arrow does a better job because Arrow is a show that's more interested in looking at the complexities of humanity and is, you know, I'm not saying that they're, we're not writing, they're not writing, um, you know, war and peace over there, but I think that they are a little bit more interested in looking at the shades of people and that people aren't just one thing. Arrow is a more character driven show and Flash is a more action slash comic book. It's much more plot plot driven. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Plot, you know, the Flash and has a procedural me, I, element to it too that Arrow kind of I got rid always, of. I always well, but procedural is just like code name for plot. I know, but I like you to know. Say it. <laughs> it's but I always like character driven shows better. Anyway, I don't have patience for procedurals. I don't like action based shows. They lose my interest because unless you have a character to kind of ground the action in the plot then I'm like, I don't have anything to invest in. I don't care. Like, that's why I loved Haunting of Hill House. If it had just been creepy, spooky, 10 episodes of creepy, spooky, that had been fine. But it was so character driven that I found myself really caring about these kids and this family and their interactions with each other. And it made it so much better. And that's just how I react to TV shows. And I like that about Arrow. Yeah. And I don't think it's not that the flash hasn't said Barry has suffered. Of course, Barry has suffered. Um, he just deals with it. Differently he deals with it differently. And that's fine. Does. But I think yeah. um, in terms of handling more complex characters, I don't think the flash writers have that ability. I was hoping that they would have that ability. No. Now there's a they new don't. showrunner, but it doesn't seem to be mm-hmm. happening. So. They don't. They don't want to have that ability. No, because I mean, that changes the DNA of their show. You know, you can't get into complexities if you have to solve problems in an episode or two. Right. I mean, even now, Oliver and Felicity fix their issues, but we're like, you know, they could have gone another couple episodes discussing this. We could have mined this for a little bit longer. You know. I'm glad we. I'm didn't glad we didn't. Uh, take a win, here. but you know, you could have. You could have. So, you know, again, this is why I always say it depends on the kind of show that you want. If you want a show where consequences are severe and they, you know, they can take a full season to resolve an issue. You have to have a lot of patience to be an Arrow fan. And that's 
very do. difficult. And a lot of people just don't have it, and that's fair. Yeah, I think Arrow pushes the audience too much. I think they ask too much of their audience sometimes. Well, I don't think they necessarily ask too much. I feel like there needs to be a little bit better communication between the show and the audience of what kind of show this is. Yeah, I think they're they're always their explanation is arrows dark, arrows dark, and I'm like, well, that doesn't mean anything to people, you know. No, that you have, you have to, have to be, explicit be explicit with it. And I and I yeah. think that Arrow fails regularly at being, you know, clear about their storyline intentions. Sometimes, you know, it's it's kind of like this Diggle thing. It's like, well, where are we going? with this are you going anywhere with this or is this going to get dropped there are plenty of storylines <laughs> that you know we are like yeah let's dig into it and then they just drop it so which is maddening because we're like you can do right this. you can do this and i would say we know you can that do happens this. less on the flash because they deal with stuff within an episode or two so there's less um you know dropping of storylines there's less like wait what's going on where you know it's it's cleaner over on the flash arrow can get real messy real fast so, arrow does get so messy. and if they're not really minding the story and watching it and and kind of mm-hmm. crafting it it gets away from them yeah so i do feel that in crossover char- the characters are written as exaggerations of themselves a lot because the different shows have different philosophies on their right. characters so is that ever going to change no Probably. We're never going to get the Elicity movie again, and they're never going to be that consistent nope. with all the characters. Which is which why is sad, I don't which need is why to I think watch any more crossovers. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have, what, one more night, Supergirl. I don't even know what we're going to do tomorrow night. I'm like, what? What are we doing? Who cares? I don't, yeah. I'm like, whatever. Defeat the bad guy, I guess. I'm so done, you guys. I got my Elicity scenes, and I'm ready to Okay, one out. more question. One more question, right, and then I'm cutting everybody sounds off. Sounds good. Okay, this one is Elicity Love at Michelle underscore Tums. She says, I love that the focus is on Oliver. I feel like Barry and Kara don't even have storylines here. Do you agree? Okay. In the crossover next year, would you ever want to see Emily take over as being the one in the mask? Well, I can tell you for sure. Oh, and last question. There's there's three parts. Oh, okay. Sorry. Last part of the question. Last question. Well, do you have any theories about where Oliver is in the fast forward, I feel like tonight definitely alluded to both of them going on a dark path. Um, I don't think I was paying close enough attention for that um, on the flash forward. So the focus in the Arrow episode of it being on Oliver isn't surprising. No. I. But I guess they're, they're kind of, I guess what she's saying is the crossover at large, Oliver seems to be the focus. Um. That's tricky. I think I think on the flash part of it, um, Oliver felt uh, Oliver was more of the focus in terms of between um, Grant and Stephen because Stephen's yeah. reactions were just uh, as Oliver, which is a million <laughs> times funnier than Grant. I mean, Grant is like, "Cool, I'm the Green Arrow," and he totally. But he's always like that. He just so yeah, he just rolls with the punches <laughs> and he just adapts. He's like, "Woohoo!" And uh, you know, Oliver is like, "I want to rip your head off right now, Flash Boy." Like he's just he's so uncomfortable. And the comedic side of things was Stephen really carried the comedic side of things on the Flash part of it. I think mm-hmm. Grant 
got a, um, a lot of attention via the West Allen route. But yeah, there was pretty much, it was a lot of Iris and uh, Stephen Amell on the Flash side of things. But then when we came home to Arrow, um, you know, I don't feel like it was overtly focused on Oliver. There was a little, there was maybe slightly more focus on Oliver versus Barry. Um, certainly more focus than there was of um, Kara. But there was a lot of launching Batwoman too. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, you know, um, what about next year, Emily being in a mask? I can say that I don't want to cross over. I've seen it. I don't need to see her they in a mask. They did a mask with her on Legends. Yeah. I'm done. It's, I don't need that at all. That does not... A mask... It's That, that is the least interesting part of the superhero to me. The costume they're wearing correct. and what mask they name. And I, like, I don't care about that. I mean, if she does, that would be fine. Whatever. Big deal. But I don't need I it. think they're saying that because I they did that with Iris one episode. Iris got to be a speedster. Yeah, Which is okay, cares. but I don't. I don't. I really don't need Felicity <laughs> to wear a mask. She's already and super also, to me, so I'm good. Oliver in the flash forwards on Arrow. Yeah, um, I don't think he's dead, and I don't think he's evil. Here's the problem with no. the flash forwards, no. and I'm feeling this. They're kind of people are looking to you and me to like to know what's going on, and like here's what we think, and then we can fill in all the holes. I don't have yeah, all the answers, you guys. Guesses. Like, first of all, these are <laughs> all guesses. But even for my guesses, I don't have all the answers to. I can't yeah. fill in all the plot holes. So, you know, when I say I think Oliver and Felicity are alive and they're not evil and I think Maya's their daughter, I don't that's have all the answers <laughs> for how that's going to work if I'm right. Right. And I certainly don't have all the answers if I'm wrong. So that part of it, it's kind of like, no, I don't think he's dead, and I don't think he's um, evil, but I don't know what else is going on. And the flash-forwards are such a massive expansion of the story, I don't think I can extrapolate the, where they're going with this. It's We don't have kind of like our true north established. Exactly. Yet. We're like, we don't know. There's so, there's we can't a, navigate through them exactly. because we don't know where... We don't even know what context we're really working in. That's what's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. We're like, okay, we think we know where it's going, but we could be wrong. Um I firmly believe I'm right on my three things. Yeah, I think. But you're right. you know, I'm I'm getting a lot of oh well, okay. You think Maya's her daughter, their daughter. Well, then how come Dinah doesn't know her? I don't know, guys. I don't have the answer for that. I really don't. I have no idea. I have no idea where the fuck Roy was. I have no idea why William doesn't recognize his own damn sister. I have no clue. I just think she's his sister. I just that's all I got. <laughs> We're just I understand it sounds guys. illogical. I get it. But here's the thing. We're okay with just going into this not knowing stuff and 100 percent okay. And seeing what happens. Like we have our guests. Sometimes and we're like, you kinda have to do Yeah, that. you're like, okay, <laughs> this is what I think's going on, but yeah, you just gotta kinda sit back and watch it. Just and we're like I said, Cal said, we're very comfortable doing that, but I think people are used yeah. to us. There are people who are used no. to us for us being like, well, A plus B, you know, A, B, C, D, and be able to go down the whole line and connect other plot guys. points. And we don't got it. <laughs> we don't got it this year. No. I'm sorry. We're, we're tired, you know. And, and I think you're right. No. It's easier predict. It was easier predicting the wedding. It was easier predicting Laurel's death because we were working with a context that we know very well. Everything was very telescoped. And we were like, yeah. And it's not what these... These ones are a little bit like, what's going on? Yeah. But do I think good things are coming in the flash forwards? Yes, I do. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think think we'll Mm -hmm. end up being happy with the flash forwards, but they're going to... They're gonna make us... It's just going to take a while. They're going to make us miserable (laughs) for a really fucking long time. And then it's like, okay. So... 
there you have it that's fair yeah. okay well i think we covered yeah. it well i think we'll probably do a part three hijinks tomorrow so probably just finish it out yeah, might as well might as well sure and then <laughs> yeah then it's going to be hiatus so we do have some really good ideas for podcasts over hiatus but we want you guys yes. to send us more Yes, go to our, our Twitter at watchover underscore cast and give us some ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about. Um, one we're spitballing right now is the Barry versus Oliver what it takes to be a hero discussion. And then we're also <laughs> going to do one on when do we think the writers on Arrow really focused in on Elicity being. Oh, yes. Yeah, season one and two. Season one and two we're going to do a big one on that. Big one yes. on that. So, so those ones we'll are covered, but we need more ideas from you guys because it's we're headed into five weeks. The frozen here. tundra of hell, <laughs> also known as winter hiatus. So we're gonna need yes. something to keep us busy. At least we can go into it knowing our our ship is happy. Yep, that very I'm rarely thrilled. happens to us. I'm thrilled. I mean, consider. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. No. Last year was good. I don't want to, but yeah, I don't want to think about the other right. mid seasons because yeah. those no, are always awful. Fine. No, let's not. Let's, just let's be not in go a there. happy bubble. It's a happy night. <laughs> She's the love of his life. Oh my god! Yes, I'm so happy. So happy. <sighs> okay. All right. We'll see you guys probably tomorrow night. We'll be talking again. Alrighty. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.